We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Thursday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here. Two o'clock on Thursday, getting a little uh, later in the day as we get to you. We'll discuss uh, the last 24 hours, what it kind of maybe means for us, what it means for the things, and more. Also taking some uh, subscriber questions from the rebelgrove.com message board. We'll get to that here as the uh, the show moves on a little bit. But nonetheless, hope you're having a uh, wonderful Thursday. Thursday that maybe includes stopping over at the Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West in Oxford, you can see the new uh, self-checkout that's going on. You don't have to wait around, see if somebody can get to you quickly. You can just take care of yourself. We're big proponents of that. You can uh, go see it there at the uh, Blue Sky location there on Highway 6. While you're in there, download the SpeedPass Plus app, use it to earn points and save money with the Oxford Exxon and all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. Or maybe you get a lunch special that you need to check out. 569, two sides, bread, 32-ounce drink there at the Oxford Exxon. Again, coming to you from the Clark Forest Studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours, right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop it around. You can do what I've done, but I recommend that you do. Let's hop into Clark Ford today. You will love the uh, product. You'll love the service. Uh, you'll love everything about Clark Ford. Just give them a call, 662-257-1900, and you'll start to find out why. Uh, guest join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food, uh, on the Square in Oxford, also in New Albany. And then don't forget, this weekend be perfect. I think the weather's going to be really nice. A little warm, but nice. So you can go to uh, Rafters on the Water. It uh, starts tonight at 5, Friday at 5, and then 11 a.m. Saturday and Sunday. Frozen margaritas, frozen daiquiris, great food, uh, great waterfront views as well. They're at Rafters on the Water at Sardis. No, it's fall. No, it's fall. It's great weather. Get some leaves falling here soon. We're going to get some. There are leaves falling, but more from heat heat. exhaustion than just just dropping. Than weather standpoints. Something like that. Yeah. Did you get a haircut? Uh, A couple days ago. Okay. They're asking about it in the thread. 
I don't really notice hair. I, I jokingly, when I shave, ask people if they like my haircut. Have you had to change how often you're doing it? M- more lately. Like, this is like just three days of growth, and it's driving me nuts. But I don't want to shave every day. I'm talking about head. Yeah, the whole deal. If I shave my face, I shave my head. Oh, you do everything. Uh, there are not days where you'll do one or the other? Oh, no. We're all in this together. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Did you feel like they grow at the same speeds? Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, I don't know why I'm perplexed. I mean, I'll take your word for it. I could just... I could grow out the bozo thing, and no, I will not grow out the bozo thing, but I absolutely could. You kind of, at one point, you've sort of did a little bit, right, before you got a little smarter about it? Yeah, before I, well, before I just completely said I'm not doing this. Laura did, did not want me to shave my head, and so for the longest time, I didn't. And then I finally just one day said I'm doing it. And with all due respect to you, when you're heavier and have the bozo look, you got a you got a bad situation going on. You got got a lot you got a lot going on there. When you are bald, the fatter you are, the rounder you look everywhere. You just simple as that. Guys with hair, do you look thinner when you're thin? Uh, Does it work both ways? No. Well, I don't know. It's a good question. But guys with hair can hide weight a little bit better than guys without hair just is what it is yeah i'll buy that is what it is if you have a full thick head of hair you can hide 10 pounds Mm -hmm. you need to be clean shaven too though facial hair adds more weight yeah 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 that's why like right now i just can't stand yeah, I think facial hair adds weight if you've got that going on. So, anyway, this is what you all guys, as we put asses in seats here on the podcast. Um, sports. Well, the truth is, we're sitting here waiting for an email that hasn't come. And quite frankly, the longer we go without it, the more I'm fairly convinced I know what eventually will come. Do you really? Yeah, I do too. So, our point here, and it's where we're in a bit of a, um, a holding pattern, if you will, um, is that we don't know what media availability is for practice, which the first practice is Saturday, a couple days away from uh, from that. So, I there was a time when we thought it was going to be fairly open. Um, yeah. A time where we thought we would have some access in person. This week. <laughs> yeah. And then, frankly, yesterday happened, if we're just completely honest. Um, yeah, I think so. Some different things went on. Um, the cases were way up from a COVID standpoint yesterday. They were, the, I think, fourth highest of any point in the pandemic yesterday. I think people reacted to that. I think they already had at least been putting some possibilities of that in place. And then uh, yesterday, I guess Mississippi State announced first, but all eight, is it eight? How many ever? IHL schools in the state of Mississippi. I knew that was coming because I had heard from someone, believe it or not, someone at Delta State tipped me off that that was coming there. Okay. They essentially told them, from what I, just from talking to different people, the IHL did not mandate uh, anything. However, I think the Mississippi Department of Health was influencing, directing, doing whatever it is that you want to use. And I think the IHL simply wanted all of its member institutions to do the same thing, whatever that same thing was. 
around 6.30, 6.45 last night. Um, so, no, it was after that. It was like 7.30, 7.45. Ole Miss puts out a letter from Boyce saying that they are moving to mask indoors uh, moving forward um, for the – I forget what the words they are, but for the foreseeable future until anything changes or whatever. Um, my thought on this and what I still believe is that this is a bit of a mitigation uh, exercise to avoid having to do other things, trying to keep the rest of the in-person – experience if you will um active in all ways and as of now and this is kind of where we're going to start talking you'll see started hearing some things different things as of now that does not impact anything outside so it would not impact football stadiums it would not impact the grove it would as of now not impact any of those things at least for what they were hoping for last night um but does that impact things with our availabilities does that impact things with what we can do in press situations once the season starts we have no idea. Again, we're we're less than 48 hours out from the first Ole Miss football practice, and we have been given zero indications of anything pertaining to what our access or coverage possibilities are as we move forward. Yeah, so Georgia put out a thing, and I think Vanderbilt has to. I think there are some others, but I'm not sure. And then Alabama came out with a announcement today, I guess an announcement via Ross Dellinger, and I'm sure they announced it to other people too. I would I would guess based on what I'm hearing and the fact that there's been no notice of hey here's when to be here and here's what to do and all of that I would guess we're going to all zoom for a while I have no reason to dispute that I, I mean I no one's know. told me yeah. that but it's Thursday at 2:13 p.m. Central Daylight Time and this is not a criticism of anyone at Ole Miss of Kyle or 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 anyone um but I don't see anything from Ole Miss yet, and I would think you tell me. I'm you're you're younger. Your mind is probably sharper than mine at this point. Um, don't we usually have something three four days out as to hey here's what here's when the first even things as simple as if it's in person to this point we would have been given a preliminary schedule. That will change, but a camp schedule, if you will. Yeah, sure. A hey, here's how you get credentials for the season. And then even like, hey, if you're from out of town, this is where you park. This is what you might need for certain days. A bunch of just logistical information for people who are not around. Every yeah, because we would have been told to go get a parking pass. Here's yeah. where you go get a parking pass. We would have been told, here's what this is going to look like. This is. We also would have gotten some credential stuff that I don't think we've gotten yet. They definitely would have come out. Before, well, sorry, put it this way. In years past, they have come out before now. Let's, let's, let's say it that way. So, yes, it makes me believe that either they don't know or it's not going to be as detailed as we are anticipating. Well, I think I think they had a plan because I think they were about to release the plan, and then yeah. the plan got moved. Things got changed. Yeah. So we had sort of uh, moved back into a more traditional format, or at least a hybrid format, as to how we were going to cover things, and we're up in the air a little right now. So we'll let you know when we know. We have to be told what our options are, what our possibilities are, and for us to cover games in person, we need to believe that there are reasons to do that where we get information that we would not get otherwise. Yeah, because um, Ole Miss yesterday, as you mentioned, announced that they're going back to a mask thing indoors mm-hmm. okay the, the so that tells me that media boxes medias are going to be really media is going to be really restricted further 
complicating things with Ole Miss is that they're not at the 85% threshold. I don't know how many schools are, but they're not. You and I have both heard numbers today. The number's higher than it was at media days, but it's still nowhere close to 85. I know people have used the word close. I'm not criticizing those people. I'm simply saying that's not what I'm getting. That's not what you're getting. Well, it's a little bit of horseshoes and hand grenades a little bit. I mean, as you know, and I were discussing this morning, you're either at 85 or you're not. 82 means nothing from the standpoint of loosened restrictions related to vaccines. 82 might as well be zero, as you said. Yeah, you've got to get to 85 is the number and nothing until 85 matters from, again, loosening restrictions. Um, And, I mean, it's essentially 1% per one player. I mean, so let's just hypothetically... And because I mean, look, none of us know exactly what the number is, but let's say it's 60. Somebody said Keith said it was 60 yesterday. I'll take their word for it. Yeah. That's still 25 more players, give or take, that have to be vaccinated to this point. Um, because it's not just scholarship players, it's players. And then so it's, you're talking about 105, you're talking about whatever. It's actually 85% of the program. Well, good point. Yeah. It's coaches, support staff, everyone. Mm hmm. So it's a big it's a, it's a number. Yeah, I so had we've we've talked about it. We've kind of come up with a pretty firm plan as to what we were going to do, and that plan's sort of out of there at this point. Back to the old uh, back to the drawing board. But look, like I told somebody yesterday, for us, worst case is not that bad. I mean, it's not ideal, but we've done it before and it worked, and I think we would know how to enhance it. It'll be better. If we have to do what we did last year, we'll we'll do it. It'll just be different. I, I'm, yeah, and I mean, here's the thing too. I mean, I'm interested in more, probably even more than you are. What? <laughs> Laughing at Marks. I, I'm I'm trying not to be a Uh-oh. total smartass, but his point is so well taken. Yeah. Well, the bigger thing for me. Even in, in as far as covering in person for home games, because we were we were kind of debating travel anyway, depending on what was going on, is are you restricted on where what to what level are you restricted to where you can go? To me, that's my my, my personally my main thing, because if you're also just isolated to your spot, other than going and getting a cookie that's prepackaged somewhere, I mean like. You really are beholden at that point to anything that would be on TV or anything. You're not. There's no way to glean anything. Versus, if you had the ability to operate and move around, then it at least brings other things into. Hey, well, I, I saw so and so. I can talk to so and so. I can do whatever. That's the thing. It's how restricted are you into your area? But if we're in full out lockdown kind of mode in, inside I, a stadium, where yeah. even the people that you would talk to, like for example, where Keith Carter would see you and be like, "I really can't talk to you here. We can't be seen standing talking to one another because." Yeah. But hey, you have a beer, okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we could meet later tonight and <laughs> go to Funkies, but we can't talk here. Yeah. So if it were that, then there's no point in being there. And if it's just hey. And especially if the post game is going to be all Zoom. Because then we don't have the ability for breakouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't so have. So now there's really no reason. Right. Yeah, that's actually the number one reason is what does post game look like relative to normal? 
And if yeah, literally everything is like that, then yeah, I don't I don't know. Um at which point we might send an intern to the game. I mean, we had planned on doing some different stuff with the pregame show. Frankly, I still think that's the better method for it that. Is. It is. Um, but otherwise, yeah, we're just kind of waiting, kind of seeing, seeing where it goes. Well, let's see what happens with the Grove, honestly. Still a lot of time between now and September the 11th. A lot, a lot could change, could get better, could get worse. But, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think we're kidding. You're, I think, let I me mean, be careful here because I don't want anybody to go get angry or crash on their be out running and get so mad that they hit something. Um, I haven't, no one's told me this, but it doesn't require a genius that if the numbers stay where they are, given all the things that are happening everywhere else, that somebody might put the kibosh on that. Because I know the Grove's outside, but it's really not. It's not outside. It is, but it's not. You know me now. I'm for opening the Grove wide open, and if you want to go to the Grove, go to the Grove. I want you to go to the Grove. I want the games to be open. I mean, let, let no one have any doubts here about where my motivations are. I, I want you to have the open Grove. I want you to go tailgate if you want to tailgate. I want you to go to the stadium if you want to go to the stadium. I want you to live your life and have a good time. I'm all for you. I want my kids to be able to go to games at Arkansas. I want them to be able to go to a tailgate. I do. I want you to be able to go to the Grove, and I want them to have – it doesn't sound like they're going to do the Walk of Champions now. That sounds like that's already in some trouble, I've heard. Okay. I know I did. But I want them to have the Walk of Champions. I want you to cheer on your team and go to the Grove and have a great time and go to the game and have a great time and then come back and watch our postgame show. That's what I would love for you to do. I want you to have fun. You can watch our postgame show in the Grove. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if you put it up on your big screen. Yeah. But I think we're all kidding ourselves if we don't at least acknowledge that that's probably somewhere in somebody's room right now where someone's – I mean, look, if, if you don't think that the State Department of Health is going to try to stop tailgating as of today, you're not following along closely enough. And if you're Ole Miss, though, here's the thing, and we'll get into this a little bit. This is where I get – if you're Ole Miss, if you're Keith Carter, if you're the people over there, at some point you got to – don't you have to put a, a, a foot in the in, in the dirt? A line in the sand, pick your simile and go, nope. Even combine them like some people. Nope. You can't do this to us. Tailgating at Ole Miss matters. The Grove matters. Whether it should matter, shouldn't matter, whether that makes you mad. What, that's well, another- I, I think you saw that even last year from the standpoint of, look, I know that – Stadium attendance was limited. I, I know that it was limited twenty five percent or whatever it was. What was it? Fifty at one point, whatever. They didn't hit that number, even though they never got to whatever the cap was. Ole Miss never put that many people in there. It was always below that. Yeah. And some of that is simply if you have a certain number of tickets, you're never going to use every freaking ticket. So that that does play a role in it. Sure. But and look, some people tell me I'm a moron here, and maybe I am. People tell you you're a moron? Yeah, occasionally. You want me to read you my DMs? Yeah. (laughs) Get that every once in a while? Like once a week? Um, No, more than that. Once an hour? I think a full grove and full tailgating changes the attendance in the stadium by at least 10,000 people per game. I agree agree with you. I don't think you're a moron at all. I think that even if the stadium is 100% open, Mm -hmm. stadium, whatever y'all have at it, I think you're talking... 
low to mid forties, lows is low to mid fifties on average, depending on where the grove's open. I agree with that. There, look, there's a lot of people that it's an event, and the grove's a big part of that event. Mm-hmm. And come on, there's there's families that go to the grove that not everybody who goes to the grove goes to the game, but some do. Yeah, yeah. But the people who don't go to the game are there for the Grove. And if you took the Grove away, they wouldn't want to go. And if they don't go, some of the other people wouldn't go in the family because that's part of the deal. Yeah, sure. Did I say that right? I think I, I knew what you meant. <sighs> Torturing yourself? Nah, it's habit, man, after all these years. And now I... Watching Cubs, Rockies. Oh, look, fair amount. Uh, Wilson's a good player. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's where, that's where we are. That's kind of the end of it. Um... We'll let you know when we know. <laughs> As of now, I expect uh, I expect some semblance of. What do you expect? Give me your give me your prediction for what what this is, because I've got mine in my head. I think I know. All right, I think we're masked in press box, no field access, Zoom only for media. So very similar to last okay. year. Okay. If you said there's one little bone thrown somehow, I'll buy it, but I don't even know what it would be. Um, Especially it's that way if Ole Miss isn't at 85%. If eighty, if if they're under 85%, we never get in person. Okay. They wouldn't just bring vaccinated players only, potentially? To be around media members? Yeah, I'm asking. No. Okay. Um, I, This is probably where I'm wrong tomorrow. My hunch says they do not limit attendance and the Grove remains open. Okay. I could be wrong, but I sure. just... Ask for a guess. That's, that's my, that's my gonna, guess. I'm not going to shoot you yeah. or anything. That's my, that's my hunch as of right now. Um, because I think, that's, I think that's one of the reasons why... And then look, I mean, people could argue about this, and that's fine. I think that's at least one of the reasons why everybody moved pretty quickly on masks yesterday was okay, and then we're at least the thought. Does that work? I don't know. But I do believe that was at least the intention <laughs> when it happened yesterday, and then we'll go from there. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. I need a drink. I don't even drink. Um, so we'll get to questions in a minute. I drank uh, for you last night. Did you? I did. you have one or six? I had more than one and fewer than six. Do you at least stay with the same spirit? Yes. Okay. So you make like a nineteen-year-old mistake of mixing the the beer and the wine and the whiskey and the tequila and the, no. I, I, the college freshman who comes in and goes, "Oh yeah, the pretty blue drink. I'll have a walk me down," and it's nothing but like seven <laughs> different kinds of alcohol. And not so pretty anymore. A couple hours later, no, it doesn't it doesn't come up quite as pretty as it went down. I mean, I mean, we all learned that the hard way. In all seriousness, I just looked this up. Okay. Rum, triple sec, gin, and tequila all okay. mixed together in one drink. You were looking that up? Yeah, I just looked it up. Okay. I mean, I knew it was something like that. That's disgusting. Yeah, they were actually pretty popular when I was in college. And you put the blue... Was it? Blue Curacao. Yeah, that in it. Yeah. I made a lot of blue margaritas back in the day. People like the blue margaritas? Yeah. Because they are pretty... It's pretty. The blue margarita with the the orange and the lime, it is very pretty. It's a lot. There's a lot. Does there. it taste like an old margarita? Yeah, blue carousel just has like an orange flavor. It is an orange flavor, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. 
Would you think like a blueberry flavor? How often am I putting the blue crap in my drink? I don't know. I <laughs> when mean, was the last time you had a blue drink? I mean, I guess at the beach at some point, maybe, but probably college. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, probably old damn walk me down. I mean, I don't know. Like, you guess I'd always protect the person who liked the walk me down because they'd go, hey, I'll have a second. You're like, no, you won't. <laughs> right there. One. That's, that's, that's very like bad the Long Island happen. iced teas. It's very similar to a Long Island iced tea. People yes. used to come into the bar and order those, and I would always, as I made them, think, why? They don't taste good. They couldn't. I've never had one. There's you no, never tried one? No. No. There's no way that No, there's no way that tastes good. I mean, it's like water fluid. No, I I love a Sazerac which has absinthe rinsed. I do not love absinthe. Um no. you, you do not want too much absinthe. No, you rinse it. I mean, whew. Yeah, Ginger said she drank them too. Uh look, I I would have a blue margarita on a on a hot on a day, day on on the beach, floating around. Or an orange or a yellow or a pink or yeah, a green. Yeah, you pick. Yeah. Okay. Podcast brought to you in part by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. Underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting and understands your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We are also brought to you, there you go, by Dead Soxy. It's deadsoxy.com. They are back with us this week, back with us for the next year and a half, uh, at least, hopefully longer. But go to deadsoxy.com. It's uh, enter the promo code Rebel Grove. I think it's Rebel Grove 20, isn't it? It's on my signature. I need to look that up. It's also up on the site, you know? What is it? The code it's for Rebel Grove. Isn't it? Yeah, Rebel Grove. Yeah. Code Rebel Grove and get 25% off. You'd think I would know that. And I normally do, but it's been a day, Chase. Uh, the Grove will be hopefully uh, open back to full capacity this fall. The team at 7 South Tailgating will be there to serve all of your tailgating needs. It's funny when a ball gets hit at Coors Field straight up in the air and you just assume it's going to be an out. And it's not. It was gone? Yeah, it just kind of eased out. Left. I've never been to a ball, ball game there. Have you ever been? Nope. It's kind of a place I'd like to go see. Anyway, 7 South Tailgating. They got all your, uh, they're your one-stop shop for all things tailgating at Ole Miss. A level of service that's unlike any other. Their team is passionate about serving fellow Rebels, and it shows. If you use their service once, you'll never tailgate without them again. Uh, 7SouthTailgating.com, 662-321. One six eight two. They've got single games, multi game, and full service, full season uh, packages available. So get in touch with them today. Also brought to you by Game Changer Patch Company. Speaking of uh, blue drinks and too many blue drinks, or if you were to drink too much absinthe, which would be an interesting way to go. Uh, the people at Game Changer they're there for you. They've developed their own custom blend for treating hangovers. Several years ago to help reduce dehydration, prevent sleep deprivation, and help process alcohol. They have um, a two-patch system. Uh, the warm-up patch is used before or while you drink, and the overtime patch is used after you've been drinking and while you sleep. They're uh, based on the science of preventing hangovers to include the highest quality ingredients sourced by the reputable manufacturers in the United States and the U.K. Try it for yourself at GameChangerPatch.com. Enter promo code REBELGROVE20, REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off. 
off your purchase. Also brought to you by ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. If uh, you're in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions or a large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. It can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. It's ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. Podcast is also brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.net is the, I'm sorry, Visit OxfordMS.com is the uh, website. Sorry, kind of losing my train of thought there a little bit. Go to the events page, see everything going on locally this week and every week. Got music in the Grove on August the 8th. That's this weekend. Damian Walsh at 6 p.m. It's kind of like the Summer Sunset Series. Bring your chair, hang out for that. Next Friday, the uh, Yachtnamatawfa Arts Council with Iron Bartender. You can go get tickets, try, try, sample all the different uh, best cocktails all around town for that one. Got a Tupelo entrant uh, as well. Got a couple others. So come hang out, try some of the best alcohol here locally in Oxford and more. Also, bus tours that day, 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock. You can call visit Oxford, observe your spot. And remember, an adult ticket to ride the bus gets you $100 off a pair of Blue Delta jeans as well. And then they announced yesterday, August 28th, Eat in the Street. That's on Jackson Avenue. Family activities all throughout the day. They've got uh, Drew Holcomb uh, headlining for music, 5 to 9 on that one. You can pick up food. They'll have some picnic tables, different things spread out to eat, kind of hang out, different games, different things. Fun little activity there, August 28th. Again, Eat in the Street here in Oxford. So... Let's see. What do we got? What are you laughing at? Uh, I was laughing at an email. <laughs> I mean, I've never been absent drunk, so I don't know if we know what that would I mean. I'm I'm very scared of it. Well, it would be like just getting NyQuil drunk, wouldn't it? Like taking a bottle of NyQuil and just downing it. That taste in your Is mouth. It, I could be wrong on this. Isn't one of... Hold on real quick. I mean... We're here. It's it's basically a Friday show at this point. I mean, if we're if you're with us today, we're probably this is probably not the first show of us since you've listened to. If so, turn it off and yeah. do anything. Just come else. back, come back another day. Yeah, Monday sounds great. Go go do that. Yeah, it's it was it's Ernest Hemingway. Uh, I've got that book. It's like I think it's called Esquire Drinks or something, but it's got. It's phenomenal. It's got every drink cocktail recipe you can come up with, and then he basically tells the origin of a lot of the, a lot of them as well. Kind of has the stories and where they came from, and they have different alterations to them depending on what you're looking for or whatever. But uh, Hemingway, obviously a very known drunk in his day, yes, pour one jigger of absinthe into a champagne glass and then add iced champagne until it attains the proper opalescent milkiness drink three to five of these slowly <laughs> think about that no absinthe and champagne mixed together and then have more than one yep why he says slowly though yeah Ernest said don't get carried away yeah I, I saw this the other day when I was talking to somebody else about it and I, I can't even imagine what that would feel like um so I'll take scotch drunk even though Scotch drunk is terrible as well because you're going to get that sappy, peaty mm-hmm. flavor in your mouth and be unable to get rid of it. So that's that's that that's bad too. But I've never been able to develop a taste for scotch much. I hadn't gotten there. It's to me, it's kind of it's not very settling at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like I like bourbon. I like I like tequila. Frankly, I, I like mezcal. I like rum a little bit. If I've had it, it's just been a try here or there. I don't think I've actually had a full glass of scotch since 
sugar bowl. It's been five, six years. Well, and that would explain why you haven't had it since then. <laughs> well, that's fair. I saw you the next day. <laughs> I was fine. By, yeah, yeah, about, about the four. next day. Yeah, like four in the afternoon, you were getting better. I know I wasn't good then. I couldn't eat. I, I didn't eat until the post game media meal back at the hotel. Oh, that's right. Like after we got morning. done working. Yeah. Um, and I'm with Ginger here. She says hard pass. Just give me the champagne. In. I like champagne. Oh, I do too. I have no. I have no qualms about champagne whatsoever. And will straight up admit that I love a mimosa. And if that makes me a girly girl, then what I'm in. I don't care. Any kind? Are you want just traditional? Uh, they don't need to like add the pineapple and all the different Oh, no, stuff. I don't want that. I want just the orange juice and the champagne and a little bit of Grand Marnier at the top. Oh, yeah, I forgot you did the Grand Marnier. Or the Cointreau, either one. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. And I can do that. without that, but I like it. If you add that in, I'm, I'm in. You're really in there? That's like at the beach when I ordered, uh, ordered like a frozen margarita and they said, you want a floater? Sure. Why not? Well, why not? <laughs> He's like pouring Cointro all over it. If it's like when you're at the beach, how often do you say no to any of that? Like you go, hey, you want a single or a double? It's like, where am I going? Yeah. Like, sure. Make it a quadruple. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They they, they can they can pop you for another five bucks. Well, that's what the they did. Because I would the... look at the bill later, and the floater was like four ninety five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my answer every time was Asher. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Jump into uh, some questions. I don't think there's much else happened in the last day or so. Do you think the uh, NCAA would try to limit recruiting visits again this fall? If so, would they even have the teeth for programs to listen and comply? Well, on the latter, at the end Ooh. of the day, programs do comply. They do comply. Um, we so, they, Zach and I talked about this a little bit on Soft Verbal, because I, which is up, by the way, where you listen to the podcast. It's also up on our uh, this here YouTube channel. Hmm. I don't know, Chase. I, I'm a little concerned. I don't think we're there yet. But that is starting to creep into my mind. Yeah. Or And I'm asking this seriously because I don't know. I mean, obviously, I know what it looks like here from different things as far as official sources. Um. Is the entire nation or South at least experiencing very similar things? Yes. I was looking at a graph a minute ago, and this is not, I'm not getting political, I promise. They were trying to make it about vaccinations, and I have no doubt that maybe that's part of it. But the one thing, the the part of the country that had hospitalizations increased Mm -hmm. was all South. The North states, including states like South Dakota, which... I'm going to guess politically is probably not the vaccine capital of the world. Okay. Um, they Their hospitalizations were nothing. That Anything north of a certain latitude appeared to be no hospitalization. Pretty stable. And then anything south of that, Alabama, Arkansas, Mississippi, um, Louisiana, yeah, sure. et cetera. The, South Carolina, there were, were pretty high levels of hospitalization as opposed to the states from up north and they were trying to make it and they could be right so let me point that out before i get yelled at by more people um they were trying to make it sheer strictly vaccine levels vaccination levels and i i wonder if some of that is the seasonality of the virus and where it moves because if you look at some other countries and this is coming from someone who is pro-vaccine I encouraged 
both of my daughters today, and I've encouraged my 14, soon-to-be 15-year-old son to get vaccinated. So when you tell me that I'm anti-vax, I'm not. But if you look at some comparisons between countries where the vaccine vaccination levels are super different, the seasonality of the virus, the numbers, the way that the numbers went were pretty similar. I do think it has to grip the Midwest and a little bit into the North for there to be recruiting stipulations put in because you're never doing that for an area of the country. It's national or no. Here's, here's your, what's interesting to me is, and again, don't get me wrong. They can do whatever they want to do to media and it'll be, it'll be fine. We've, we've always been, what's the word? Uh, I think Jay would use the word pliable, flexible. Yeah. Malleable, malleable, malleable. Malleable. We've always just sort of rolled with it. We're we're cool. Whatever. I mean, my answer usually to whenever anybody at Ole Miss would ask, "What do you want?" Well, I mean, I want as much access as I can get, but I'm cool. I've never once in my entire you're never going to fire and pitchfork it. I've well, I've never complained yeah. about access one time and won't. Give me what you give me as long as the playing field's level. Give me what you give me, and I, I'm good. I feel like we. I, I feel like we'll win. Be honest. Yeah. Um, so, what was I saying? I'm sorry. Yeah. I do wonder if, if, if you're worried about the, the, the VAX level on your team, if you're not at 85 and you're having to test three times a week and all of that stuff, I do wonder how careful you are about bringing in recruits and their families and things like that, where come because once you bring them in, you can't be like, "Hey, keep your distance, right?" Yeah. No, you're all in. You're all point. in at that point, you know. When when grandmama shows up, you're hugging her. Yeah. You know when when big brother's there, when you're uncle recruiting. Uncle Bobby's there, the whole deal. You're hugging everybody. You're you're on everybody. You're you're probably not all masked up at that point either, because it's a, it's a recruit that matters to you. And I kind of wonder if people are going to want to do that if you're at a certain. Because let's face it, here's the other part of the story. It's 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 where people say, "Why are you guys talking about this?" Because it is the biggest potential story of the season. I mean, I'll I'll paint a terrible picture for you. You're five and one. LSU's due in, and you have to forfeit the game. Mm-hmm. Right now, today, that's on the table. And if that's on the table, I don't see how you can justify not talking about it. If you're covering the team, if you're covering the team, it is the it is the most dangerous opponent on the schedule right now, with the exception of Alabama. Oh, it's why I mean, good luck writing this. I have no idea to know because I I don't even know the answer here. I have no clue. But I mean, the main one of the main stories. If you got you know, everybody goes, hey, what if True Serum was out there and you know, un, unfiltered access and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Why, when the demographics of most college football teams are give or take the same, why do some teams have 95% vaccination rates and some teams have 40? Why? It's a great question. I mean, because it's not like there's some. It's it's, it's not like, you know, it's not like we're talking about different races or parts of the country or any demographic. Again, not about race, just in general. Sure. Any any socioeconomic, any whatever. I mean, from Harvard to North North Dakota State. Why is it different? Well, here, I mean, all the demographics are ish in the SEC. Yeah. And you're talking about potentially 50% differences 
yeah. between some of the schools. That's remarkable. Well, I mean, if the numbers I've heard of comparing Ole Miss and Alabama, it's about it's a it's a solid forty percent difference. Yeah, it's one state. I I can be in Al- I can be in Tuscaloosa from right here in what three and a half hours, comfortably. Hell if yeah. I left right now, yeah, every bit of that, probably a little little less. Yeah, I. I what are the internal dynamics that change the numbers that much? I don't know, but it's it's my question. Because I have a hard time believing that Nick Saban and his staff told guys, if you don't get vaxxed, you're gone. I mean, they did that at Boston College, and the one kid said, I'm not doing it, and they found him a home. He transferred. Hawaii put in mandatory vax today. Did they? Yeah, their football team. How can they? I don't know. They did. Huh. Pretty sure I'm right about that. I'll look it up during the break, but I think I'm right. Unless it was like an Onion article or something I didn't read past the headline. I'm just... I think it's a matter of time before everybody does that, but to, as of today, you can't do it. My guess... It's my understanding. Again, I'm not in the locker rooms. I could be told I'm wrong. I have no clue. My guess is internal peer pressure from other players. The onus and the liability is not on coaches because you cannot make it mandatory. You cannot force it. Right. My guess is players. And I still don't know how you necessarily get that push, but like at Missouri, they're really high. And I've told Drinkwitz was pretty firm about it. But hey, I can't make you do it, but this is a competitive advantage or a competitive disadvantage. And if we And are there coaches who basically turn it into kind of like the hey, voluntary summer workouts? There. Hey, you wanna play? Yeah. You want a big role on this team? Yeah. Well, I'm just telling you, my, my starting running back, I can't be worried about him being out for two weeks. I, damn. I hate that. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 don't, no I don't know the answer. Yeah. It's, it, it's, what I would ha- it's what I would have curiosity to if I could just pick whatever I wanted. But anyway. All right, here's a question. Let's, let's, let's go here. Yeah. We're on this topic. Let's, let's not shy away from it. Is there a way to fabricate your numbers? Is there a way to fix it, if you will? I don't know. I don't know if they have to actually show proof or not. I have no. I have wondered how that works. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I have no no idea. I'll I'll, I'll throw this to you, Hard, Hardman four seven eight says. I was the one asking Matt about it. It was me and Nick Suss were doing the interview. He says Corral said he was going to talk to the team about it in one of the media day interviews. Yep, it was me and Nick. Mm-hmm. And I asked Matt when we were done. I can say this now. I think I think it was on the record. I just didn't write it. I said, so you sent the text out to your team? Because he sent a text to his teammates. Right. After Sankey's, on that Monday. Oh, Miss- when Sankey left it vague that there could be forfeitures involved with well, I remember this now. game. It was, Ole Miss went on Tuesday afternoon, and Greg Sankey opened media days Monday at noon. And one of the things he talked about was that the for- forfeits were on the table. Yeah. And uh, Matt said that he texted his teammates with, hey, we have to do something. And I asked him, I said, what kind of response did you get? I'll, I'll remember his answer. He goes, none. 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 No one responded. Yeah. I found the Hawaii's thing. I'll read that in one second. We'll tell the topic first. Uh, let me tell you, for all your uh, local real estate needs here in Oxford, Nixtan and Associates, go to the website, Nixtan Oxford. Dot com. You can see gallery views, map views, 
break it down however you would like to talk with an agent and much more there between O'Keefe Graham, Clay DeWeese, and all the people that work at Next Hand. You get more than 30 years experience. Clay is your District 12 House Representatives member as well, and they can take care of you. I've used them multiple times on the uh, the buy side and the sell side, so let them uh, be next to take care of all your homing uh, home needs here in the Oxford area. 662-281-1200 is the phone number. Again, Nick's Tan and Associates, nickstanoxford.com. We got uh, girls youth volleyball and also girls cheerleading at Oxford Park Commission this summer, October and November for the volleyball. They've got a football season and a basketball season for the cheer. Cost to sign up is fifty dollars. It's at OxfordParkCommission.com. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate's based out of Jackson, Mississippi, and they service the entire state and all commercial asset classes such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox and BB Mitchell are Ole Miss grads. They utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. Uh, this week's spotlight is the Village at Madison. The Village at Madison will feature roughly 60,000 square feet of retail, restaurant, professional office space with uh, roughly 75 zero lot line residences. It's uh, located on the corner of Madison Parkway and Main Street in Madison. If you'd like to learn more about this great opportunity, get in touch with BB and Sam at 601 586 3220 blue delta jeans makes the best fitting most comfortable jeans in the world because they're uniquely made for you and only you raw denim jeans custom fit hand tailored in uh, tupelo mississippi one size fits one at blue delta jeans.com go to that website check out their virtual tailor and get measured and design your newest jeans in just a couple minutes and blue delta will make sure that you're looking good for the first kick of football season in september there, our podcast listeners can redeem ten uh, percent off your purchase using the promo code Rebel Grove at BlueDeltaJeans.com. It's a great time of year to get a pair of Blue Delta's cotton genos in the works, so don't miss out. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons is at eleven twenty six North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for uh, more than seventy three years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, pearls, fashion jewelry, everything. They've got it, collectibles and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. So visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call 662-234-2777. And we're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air. That's the name you can trust with well over a half century of uh, experience in professional HVAC in Oxford, Tupelo, and the surrounding area, 662-801-1777. Podcast also brought to you by Northeast Spark. Service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone services available. Rental controls, network security, wireless mesh extenders, and more. So call the office, find out if they're in your area, and if so, get the best internet around. Again, 662-238-3159. Five nine, yeah. Um, reading from the Star Advertiser, the University of Hawaii is requiring its student athletes to be vaccinated against COVID nineteen to compete in sports this coming academic year. The directive was sent in a July 29th email to the student athletes of Hawaii's nineteen sports programs. The athletic department's decision was made in line with the university's policy, and after consultation with an assembled medical committee addressing pandemic protocols, unvaccinated student athletes may apply for a waiver citing religious or medical reasons. Okay. So the requirement is also made in the spirit of Kakua to protect all community members who support our athletics program. 
In addition to health and safety reasons, we want to avoid cancellations of games and practices due to exposures, isolation, and quarantine. Kakua. I don't know what that means, but... Sounds good. Sure. I'm going to start greeting people in the spirit of Kakua. Who's who's the coach at Hawaii now? Uh, that's that uh, Rolovich guy, right? That's where he's at? I think so. Isn't that right? I don't know. I'm asking you. It means help. There you go. Um, Actually, though, in its deeper meaning, it means to extend help to others in a sacrificial way with no intent of personal gain and to cooperate. No. Oh. Okay. It's very generous. They kind of went. They or did Rolovich leave for like Washington State? I thought he was at Washington State. He left, I didn't said he? That. Yeah. Maybe they went and got June Jones again. He did a good job out there. Their head coach is Todd Graham. That dude's at Hawaii, you know. He is coached everywhere. That cat. You should put him on the baseball hot board next time. Well, he did do. Was it three schools in three years? Yeah. At one point. It's like Pitt, Arizona State, and somewhere. That dude's been everywhere. I mean, seriously. Kakua. I had no idea. I didn't either. Odd Graham. Neither of us are the ones that are staying up till one in the morning to watch the final game of the day. No, because I think he was the coach of them last year. But we didn't have... I mean, we had the late nights because of hand-raised guys, but... You weren't yeah. having to come off the adrenaline kind of like covering a game. Like, I went to bed easier last year. Did you? Yeah. I was tired by the end. No, the hell was I was like, pretty wired by the were time. Were you really? We, yeah, by the time we finished and stuff, I really was. Yeah. I yeah. kind of enjoyed game days last year. It was kind of, there was a rush. It's kind of fun. It's weird to me just simply watching on TV. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, sure. you're not. Sure, I told you when I went and covered a couple of scrimmages and I was in the stands, it felt so odd. The first one, I was, it was kind of almost overwhelming. When's the last time you were at a game? An Ole Miss football game? Yes. Whoever they played the week before Missouri in 19. Because I went to a few after that for the first half. Like, I saw LSU for a half and I saw. I'd come here to be ready when it was over, but I was going for at least a little bit of yeah, it. Whoever they played the week before Missouri in 19. And you know where that was? Vanderbilt, maybe? I don't know. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, we did like eight shows before they won a game. It was a little bit of a difficult... Uh, yeah, track there for a little while until they played ULM. Was it ULM? That they... Was it not ULM? Was it somebody else? Was it Lafayette or Southeast Missouri or somebody? New Mexico State. Oh yeah, sorry, it was them. I'm not picking on ULM. Why not just pull ULM out of the out of the pile? All right, back to our questions. Sorry, I'm. Um, how about the guy that that's in the thread? The guy that basically assaulted. A flight attendant had to get duct taped to his chair. And then they got in trouble. And he was telling them how much money his parents were worth. But then. What a loser. But didn't the attendants get like suspended or something? Because they duct taped him? Did I read that right? Is that right? Yeah, I think the flight attendants got in trouble. It's like, okay, hold on. So the guys. What do you want us to do? The guy's groping them. Yeah. 
and then gets like violent. What are their options at that point? Also, that much duct tape's on a plane? It's a lot of duct tape. I mean, is it in case the wing gets like, what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> it was Frontier, look. All, all jokes aside. All bets are off, baby. I mean, <laughs> it was Allegiant that I flew to L.A. on a few years ago when I went to Long Beach. And they do, look, they'll give you that price. And I flew nonstop from Memphis for 126 bucks Round trip. Oh, yeah? Round trip. Tell, but, me, tell me about all the amenities on that. I like. say, if you if you leave a toenail clipping, it's an extra forty two bucks. Like my backpack was like twenty six dollars each way. Like if you had yeah. a carry on, God help you. I mean, it was seriously. Uh, I mean, yeah. it was well. And then they would be like, you get these warnings or not warnings, but like, well, they, they were warnings, but that's not how they their PR team phrased them. On even like stuff like make sure the same number of people are on both sides to balance out the plane and stuff. You're like, hold on. <laughs> And we're going cross country. Yeah, like we're not just we're not puddle jumping to Nashville. Like we're going to L.A. Yes. It, so it you're was, trying to you're trying to get the fuel just right. It it was a little startling. Yeah. I'll be honest. I I was not unhappy. It was it, it's like one of the few times you you see the skyline of Memphis and you're very proud when you're coming in. Um, <laughs> they were suspended with pay. Oh well, then yeah, then they somebody laughed at them. Then yeah. said, "Hey, go take a vacation for Protocol. a week. We've got to slap yeah. you on the wrist here." I bet they went and ordered the drink and said, "Yeah, give me the floater." Can you imagine finally getting off that plane? Uh uh-uh. uh Nearest bar. Planes in general seem crazier these days. I haven't flown since nineteen. I've only flown to Dallas a couple months ago. That's the only time I've done it, I guess. Since then, I don't guess I've flown since I went to D.C. Unless I'm forgetting something. I, I don't actually remember my last flight. It's been a while. You're not? Mm-mm. I flew American Dallas. It was fine. No. no. You were you were masked nervous. You were like. I was masked. Well, because I made. I'm, I was. The people that left their mask on and ate the peanuts around the mask. I was. I was more. I felt like I was in a zoo a little bit. I was watching people. <laughs> Didn't mean it like that. I was watching people do different things to try to... I mean, look, in all seriousness, I give people credit. They were doing everything possible to follow the rules, including inhibiting their own ability to function in whatever way that it was going on. Um, Alcohol was not allowed on the flight. That was taken away. That's a a COVID thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Why is that, by the way? The virus is attracted to alcoholic drinks, or is it because it has to be poured? Is it something to do with like the? Because oh. you're actually, well, well no, because they pour the, co- the, the coke or anything else. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I also don't remember. That's a good point. I don't know why. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, all right. This really is a Friday show. We're terrible today. Um. Do you have to deal with management as rivals employees? Uh, no, hardly ever. Um, yeah, really. I mean, I I actually looked the other day. So one of our <laughs> bosses is 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 leaving the company here in a couple months. I guess that's okay to say. I don't know. Is that, yeah, you didn't is, say names. Is that, is that is that embargoed? I mean, if it is, I, I'm not aware. I'm unaware. So yeah, I'm I didn't not, get that email. So. I'm not going to name names. But yeah, sure. But I went and looked because I was curious and. I, look, we've traded some emails, but as far as an actual like conversation on the phone or text, we had not had any interaction back and forth since Kermit Davis was hired as head coach at Ole Miss. Oh, so it's been a minute. Yeah, because we had a little bit of a run-in with another site um, over that. Did we? 
Are we telling this? Yeah. Okay. The the guy at Middle Tennessee, um, well, again, we'll not use names, although it'd be pretty easy to get there. He was very he was very upset that we had not let him know that we were porting Kermit Davis to Ole Miss. Um, so it's like everybody knew. So I got a phone call that was basically like, "Hey, look, Chase, can you just can, can you just call it? Like, can can can, can, we just, can you just whatever you know?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And that was. Did I write a sarcastic email? I called or text or okay. emailed or something. Okay. I don't remember. I, I don't remember. <laughs> the same person has requested. He once requested that I not write an email anymore. Just he goes, just just don't don't write emails. Oh, really? You were told not to write emails? Well, because I <laughs> I was asked to apologize to somebody about something, and so I did. Very sarcastically. But the the letter of of apology was sarcastic. On its best day. With all due respect to rivals, no, we get left alone unless we do something really stupid or we have an issue. I mean, there's no... I actually think that they think that we're one of the model sites. You think they? You think there's more interaction between some sites and them? Yeah. Okay. Because, I, I mean, I, it, seriously, we hear Well, nothing. they've steered a lot of people towards us for, like, tips and things. And I'm always surprised by that because I've never, like, really considered myself the role model type. I mean, we've... We've won awards at those things before. Have we? Well, we never win like Mr. Congeniality. We don't get those. <laughs> no. we, th- 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 there's a group of us that are not considered for those awards. Yeah. But, um, yeah, sometimes <laughs> we. You know. I try to be a team player sometimes. I've got like a Rivals Top 20 certificate somewhere laying around. I, don't I know feel like I can say this story now because people aren't there anymore. There, there's a certain site in the network. Oh, there's my sites. Okay. That I tried to help. With a recent coaching search. Not only told the person that what they were reporting was incorrect, but told them you really need to back off of it. You're wrong. Just back off today and you'll be okay. But if you keep going on this, it's going to be embarrassing in the next couple of days. They kept going because they didn't believe me. And then I told said reporter, who their coach was going to be. Okay. And that reporter told me I was wrong. And I said, I'm just going to tell you that's who it is. And if I were on your beat, I would write it. But I'm not on your beat. I'm telling you so that you can have it. It doesn't matter to me. Go for it. And they never did? They never did write it. And then sure enough. Why? Couldn't get it? (sighs) Gave it to him. Well, I know, but but why? I, I don't know. Didn't believe me? Was it a big site? Yeah. Not as big as us, but yeah. Okay. In the league. Oh, really? Yeah. And no, it wasn't Auburn. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Jay and I are great. We I got I, Jay's a hell of Jay's silly and stuff, but Jay's a hell of a reporter now. And gets pretty dogged. I mean, he yeah, he, he get after it, and he has good staff. Brian Matthews is a really good reporter. That's that's a that's a good staff over there. No, no, it's not them. Why would somebody not break that? Didn't believe me. That's why they didn't break it. Days ahead. I mean, literally days ahead. I said, let me tell you who it's going to be. And I couldn't tell them who the source was because I can't. But I'm like, you need to be digging on that name and that name alone because that's who it is. And if you get somewhere, you should write it. 
And I remember kind of being like, hell, and hell, if you don't get somewhere, you should still ride it. Yeah. Uh, buy or sell, Corral's a top 10 pick in the 2022 draft. Uh, I'm going to sell, but I think he's a top 18 pick in the draft. Who? Matt Corral. Top 18? I'm going to go 18. That's about right. Uh, I think he's got a chance to be somewhere between 10 and 15. Yeah, it's buy or sell top 10. I'm selling, but I'm close. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd sell top 10, but boy, it'd be close. I'd buy top 15. You'd buy 15. Mm-hmm. I think Matt's really good. I've been on that wagon for a while. If he truly is the third quarterback taken, he's top 15. Because there yeah. will be three quarterbacks taken in the top 15 in the draft. I'm not sure he's not going to be the first quarterback taken. Ooh, really? What 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 intangible does he not have? This is lazy media. As a freshman, he got into a fight. He's a wild card. Oh, he's crazy. Come on, stop. Gretzky's kid and all that. He's worn it. He's grown up. Yeah. Got into a thing at a rival's camp thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He was a kid. Florida would take Matt Corral again right now if they could, if they could do it over. Yeah. Right Be happy to. USC would too. Yeah. Those were errors. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to judge them because. No, I mean, the, it's at, hindsight. They at made the, the time. He looked like. He might be a, a, too much of a hothead. Yeah. And then the other thing that people do with Matt, they do two things with Matt. It's really weird. They're like, well, I, I question his intelligence. I'm like, really? He's one of the smartest people I've covered. And then they do the, he doesn't have a big arm. No, no, he has one of the biggest arms. His one thing that the, the smart NFL people want to see is, hey, can you make good decisions? And when you make a mistake, can you move on from the mistake? I mean, I promise you, if an NFL scout could draw up, if they were really thinking about Matt Corral and their front office was looking at the Ole Miss-Arkansas game, they want Matt Corral to throw a pick on the first possession. All right, let's see it get in his head and let's see what he does. Yeah. They would love that. Matt Corral throws a bad pick first possession of the Arkansas game. They'd be like, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, break out your notes. Here we go, because we're about to find out all about this kid, this guy. Because yeah. Matt knows what happened a year ago. I mean, I wrote this the other day when I was doing the the plan. I, I think Matt's going to have a huge game against Arkansas, and I think Ole Miss is going to win big. Mm-hmm. But they had a good plan for him last year, and he fell into that trap over and over and over and over. And they had a good plan, and you got to give him credit for it. I mean, they won the game fair and square, and it consumed him. But he got past it. To me, the turning point for Matt last year was he comes back the next week against Auburn and throws a pick in the end zone at the very beginning oh, yeah. of the game, and Lane has to sit him for a minute, like, get your mind right. Lane's good. And then he was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what – I mean, NFL people would love that. Mm-hmm. They would love that scenario. Let's find out all about him now. you have any idea on when uh, timelines would be for the LSU-Memphis or Arizona State NCAA situations? you hear anything? Arizona State, Memphis, LSU. They're saying by October now today for their letter. Yeah, okay. notice of allegations. It's only been ten years. Um, I don't know about the other two. I mean, I would Arizona State deal is kind of cut and dried. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah, best I can tell. I don't. I don't know about the whole Memphis thing. Uh, Chase, if you had to run for state senate, what would be your primary focus? Um, 
getting as many businesses as possible inside the state of Mississippi and whatever that takes mm-hmm. to, to, to do that and try to keep people inside the state and keep uh, your brain drain away. Find a way to eliminate the state income tax. Find a way to incentivize businesses to come. Whatever that took. Yeah. Smartly getting rid of the state income tax would be. It can't just be, hey, it's gone because you're too poor for that. You got to find a way to supplement. But yeah. Yeah. Whatever, whatever that looks like. Um, you'd also like to d- divert some of the lottery and different things into education a little more. From, I mean, I know infrastructure needs it, but got some education issues. Someone in the thread says, talk about the incompetence of the previous staff to bench him for Plumley. You know, I don't know that it's incompetence. I think I go back to the day that I think Matt Luke lost his job. Was the day that Matt Luke was talked out of slash not allowed to hire Will Hall. You think that's the day? Mm-hmm. I do. I think that was the day that it all ended. Yeah, in a lot of ways, the Plumley Corral thing was a symptom of the illness yeah. because Matt was trying to survive. He was trying to just find a way to the next year. He was trying to – I don't even mean it negatively – but almost kind of gimmick his way through to another part to try to find some stability. I mean, Matt's entire tenure, he was looking for stability and couldn't find it. And it was, what can we do to just try to hopefully look for another rung of the ladder? I mean, And it it, was also, what can I do to get people to like me, to rally around me enough to let me get there? Because I think they thought they had a good plan in recruiting. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't, I don't know. They believed in that plan. They believed in the plan. Sure. And I think they thought, because if you remember, I hate, I, I like Matt Luke a lot, the person, I really do. And so I don't I don't like criticizing it because I, I don't think he got a lot of help. Here his opening press conference. He ended it with, oh yeah, Mississippi made. Mm-hmm. I almost forgot about it. And then, oh, yeah, Mississippi made. It was like someone had told him, hey, that's going to be your shtick. He'd already been the coach for a year. He was already recruiting. And then here's John Rice Plumley, this kid from Mississippi that the media loved, two-sports star, he played the piano, he can sing, all that stuff, good-looking kid, the whole deal. And he comes in at the end of that Cal game when Corral got hurt. He comes in and almost gets him to a win. And then they go to Tuscaloosa the next week, and Matt doesn't play. And they go to Tuscaloosa, and Alabama jumps ahead 714 to nothing. And then Alabama takes out everybody that could play at that level. They put it in their third team, and he goes goes nuts on national television, and the final score ends up being somewhat more respectable than that. And everybody's like, whoa, look at this. And I think he fell for it. And it got in Corral's head. He was a young quarterback. Had lost his job. The whole deal. And Rich Rod had he he was so out of his prime too yes. that he couldn't. Rich, Rich Rod, Rod has not found a way to get into twenty twenty one from an offensive standpoint. He tried to turn John Rice Plumley into Pat White. Yes. And in the SEC, when everybody already does that. And it became that was that that was new and inventive in two thousand five. Well, I can remember the Auburn game. They went over to Auburn, and Auburn played LSU the next week. And Auburn's ahead like thirty something to nothing, or whatever it was, three seven, whatever. The game's over, 
and Auburn does the smart thing. They're like, nah, let's get out of here. We got it. And Ole Miss ends up making it, what, a 14, 17-point game? So it looks more respectable than it was. And I remember saying, what are, what are they doing? It's the same thing over and over. And that may have been the last game we covered, actually, because they go to Missouri the next week and they kind of rotate the two quarterbacks. And it's couldn't win. that way. It was never going to work. Yeah, Missouri 38-27, A&M 24-17. What was the Auburn score? Well, Auburn was later. Auburn was actually but right before New Mexico State. Oh, okay. It was 20 to 14, though. Your okay. point stands still. Yeah. Um, but it was never, never felt like it was in doubt. Yeah. Their wins that year were 31 17 over Arkansas, 40 29 against Southeastern Louisiana, 31 to 6 against a horrific Vanderbilt team, and then New Mexico State, 41 to 3. Yeah. Yeah. I forget about that god awful Memphis game. 15-10 to open the season. Memphis wins up there. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I kind of forgot that till we were talking about it. So, Pod- a little message board meltdown that oh, day. Oh, my God. <laughs> Podcast brought to you in part by G&M Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. With G&M, you get local delivery in the Oxford area. You can take advantage of that and plenty more with your community local pharmacy here in Oxford. It's on South Lamar. Stop in or give them a call. 662-236-2222. Holly Springs is where Tyson Drugs is. It's on the square there. Plenty of different of the same things as well. So um, anyway, G&M, Tyson Drugs, 662-236-2222. We taped a soft verbal earlier today. You can uh, get that where you get podcasts on this feed or on this uh, YouTube channel. It's brought to you by the College Corner. CollegeCornerStore.com, two locations in Jackson, uh, one in uh, Ridgeland, one in Flowood, uh, collegecornerstore.com. Uh, we're also brought to you by Pinnacle. Speaking of Pinnacle, we taped a Mind on My Money podcast. That's up in this podcast feed as well. I'll make sure that I put it out on social media and such in a little bit. Uh, Pinnacle builds a box just for you as it pertains to your retirement and financial plans. Get in touch with them at mypinwealth.com. Also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Get in touch with John about your travel plans, especially now with different places more open than others and that kind of thing. And there are also plenty of deals to be had out there. So get in touch with him, give him some parameters and a budget, and let him give you options. And uh, no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients. Can save fifty dollars off their first book trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. Also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, that's the place to go. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. A complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles, great lease deals as well. And we're brought to you by Alpha Specialties, Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They are your trailer specific professional. They've got Load Trail, Hallmark Cargo Trailers. Uh, they can work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built as well. 601-932-9798 or alphaofms.com. And we brought you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. We've got all the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Uh, does Ole Miss make the college football playoff in the next five years? We're going to 12 teams? Yeah, if so, yes. If if not, no. Yeah. Let's see what the... That's, that's an easy bet. Yeah, I'm good with that. 
Uh, what round of the 2022 NFL draft would you guess for Nick Broker and Ben Brown? Ooh. Uh, I think Nick's got a chance to be a second-round pick. I was going to go second and fifth. Yeah, second, fifth slash sixth. He's a guard. That's true. Guards don't go super early. Yeah. Unless you are a big, bad, dominant badass. Yeah. You can play center yeah, and rotate. Ben, yeah, Ben. I think Ben plays in the NFL. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I do. Uh, let's see. Will NIL hurt Ole Miss's recruiting, considering they do not have as large or wealthy fan base as most other Power Five schools? Um, yeah. Yeah, there's it's a negative. I mean, I don't know that it's catastrophic. No, but it's no a, not it's the a, end of the world, but it's it's a probably a net negative, slight. Um. Are people sleeping on the Saints this year? Their Vegas win totals nine games. Is that too big of a downward adjustment post-breeze? Both OL and DL are strong, which is typically an indicator of a good NFL team. They haven't won less than 11 games since 2016 and are obviously 17 total games this year. Um, look. Well, you know what Chase is going to say. Chase is going to say they're not going to win one game. They suck. I, I'm really a complicated sort because I'm doing nothing but cheerleading Jameis Winston on one hand while completely saying they're going to suck on the other hand, which is impossible if the quarterback plays good. They're good. Did you see my boy run through the, the shoot yesterday? I didn't. Did you not? No. So they're doing like this handoff quarterback run drill thing. They're like one of those shoots with the little dummies you run through. Uh-huh. And I mean Taysom gets through it and everybody gets through it or whatever and Jameis comes through at the end and it looked like an it, it looked like the movie Little Giants, like the dummies knocking him around as he's coming through. He can't, yeah. he can't quite get through. But anyway, he's he's here he's here to throw the rock. We're trying we're throwing touchdowns. We're not running the ball. He put some put some crab legs on the other side of that and he'll be and he'll be right there. Not allowed. We're it's good thoughts. It's all positive. All right, let's right let's now. let's do the Saints schedule real quick. Let's 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 do some W's and L's. Sure. Open at home against Green Bay. Hell. I agree. At Carolina. It's a game they've got to win if they really are doing something. But, I mean, that's not an easy – I mean, road games are road games. New England Patriots at home week three. Again, it's a game they should win if they really are a playoff team. Uh, week four at home against the Giants. That's when it has to be a win. Got it. You're not three and one out of the gate. There's trouble. You think three and one's the number? Saints always start slow. Yeah, he better not. At Washington, week five. Need to win the game. Gonna be yeah. At Seattle, week seven. Ball. It's gonna be so loud. You won't be able to hear. Yeah. Short turnaround, Halloween night. Um, Tampa Bay at home. I mean, I'll give them one and one against the Bucs. Okay. Atlanta at home, gotta win that one. At Tennessee, November fourteenth. Loss. Phew. You gonna go to that? I love that stadium for a football game. I'm, I don't know. I'm contemplating. They have a home game on my birthday. Thinking about going down that weekend. Uh, at Philly, eleven twenty-one. Buffalo at home, eleven twenty-five. Is that your birthday? No, that's Thanksgiving night, right? It is. Man, Can't I got, wait. That could be a good game. Can't wait. December second. Yes. That's your birthday. That's my birthday. All right, your birthday against the Cowboys. I think it's Monday night, isn't it? Thursday night. Is it Thursday? Oh, Thursday is it really? Night, oh, yeah. well, then I don't like it as much. Okay. I didn't realize it. But I, I thought it was a Sunday or a Monday night game when I saw it. Sunday the 12th at the Jets. You got to win that one if you're doing anything. And then but. Sunday the 19th at Tampa. Monday the 27th of December against Miami. And you wrap it up with uh, division games. January 2nd 
at home against Carolina January 9th. Yeah, it's late for the regular season finale. Mm-hmm. January 9th at Atlanta. They're going to win. They're going to go 8-9 and nine or 9-8. Nine and eight. They're going to do. Okay. You don't believe it. I mean, they are pretty talented in other yeah, They are. I just, I don't. You don't believe in Jameis. I don't really believe in Jameis much. I don't believe in Taysom. Well, I didn't say that. I either. watched that last well, year. Just because Jameis isn't the quarterback doesn't mean that the next guy is. It might mean that you don't have a quarterback. Well, you know how we like our backups here in the NFL. Everybody, everybody loves the backup quarterback. I mean, was it who was it Taysom beat last year? But they didn't throw the ball the entire game since it was Cincinnati because Burrow was hurt. Was it the Bengals? Feels right. I mean, I I, I was having multiple migraines during that game because they win. Everybody's like, "Oh, look at look look!" It's like, "Oh, oh my God, no! This 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 is nonsensical." It. You know me, lifetime Bengals fan. Shut up. Been on the field and everything. You might have a quarterback problem. I know. Just saying. Carson tells me that Justin Fields is ready to roll in Chicago, though. Carson is, is, is he actually in? Carson is all in on Justin Fields and the Bears. Is he really? Yeah. Carson had a good day today. The Athletic wrote a story about how the Cubs and Nick Castellanos might get back together after this season. You would have thought J-Lo and Ben Affleck were right there in the living room. No kidding. He's all in. It's a happy day. Cubs bringing Castellanos back. His boy SGA got an extension. And Justin Fields looks good in camp. It's fun to be 14. Uh, you, can, you can bounce back from the lowest of the sports lows when you're 14 pretty quickly. But he has no real anything built up with... He's pretty pumped about Justin Fields. He's convinced himself that Justin Fields is ready to roll. Week one. It was the Broncos. They beat the Broncos 31-3, to so they beat the crap out of them. Yep. But the Broncos had literally no quarterbacks. They might have like all been out with COVID or something. They seriously didn't have a quarterback. That was right. They played the running back at quarterback. Yes. Yeah. Taysom Hill went 9 of 16 for 78 yards and a pick. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, look at the Saints. It's like... They don't have a quarterback. All we're doing is running the ball and punting. They were literally playing some guy that had played some college quarterback in a run system. Yeah, it was a wide receiver. Rich Rodriguez thought it was beautiful. Oh. (laughs) Kendall Hinton. Yeah, that was his name. Would you like to guess what Kendall Hinton's stats were in this game? I watched the game. He didn't throw much. (laughs) You know how passes he completed? Like one? One. Yeah. (laughs) I watched. I rode that. I rode the Peloton that game. I remember watching that. He game. went one for nine for thirteen yards. Thirteen pretty yards, though. I mean, the Broncos receiving is six dudes with targets and Noah Fant catching one pass for thirteen yards. <laughs> that was it. Yep. That was the NFL telling the Broncos, "Look, we're done." You're you're sunk. You're, you're playing. Figure it out. That's true. The NFL got their games in. Oh, well, you knew they would. That was never a problem. Mm-mm. They're going to play. They're going to play this year. You're damn right.
I just wonder what like fans in stands look like. Because so far, no baseball people have cut back. I mean, we're watching a game in Denver right now. They've got lots of people in the stands. It's a decent crowd, yeah. No, I know. I mean, is it possible that this is all nothing more than sort of I'm talking. I'm not talking about the virus or hospitalizations and stuff. I'm not. But is it possible that that these measures are just sort of, hey, look, we're going to give you something so that you can say you did something, but we're moving well, on. I told you. I think there's a moment right now where that's the case in some different ways. We'll just see what it does. I mean, I don't. I don't. I, the scary part is not even some negativity on my part. It's that we don't know. I don't know what two weeks brings, and that's what worries me. Is I don't know if everybody goes, nope, 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 it's back to last April and everything that was going on, like, okay, but, you know. I just think smarter heads prevail before that happens, right? Where someone says, look, I, I get it, but we can't do that financially. Yeah, I know. And the people are like, well, you can't talk about finances. Well, yes, you can. People do. I mean, mm-hmm. money makes the world go round. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, appreciate everybody with uh, questions today. We gave you a kind of short notice, but got some done there. And then uh, we'll be back on Monday with another edition of the show. One more week prior to our normal morning schedule, that yep. kind of thing. Um, some 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 random shows, but you'll get all your shows next week. And then we'll again get on uh, get on task. Start around eight o'clock some mornings, a little earlier than eight o'clock some mornings, but you'll you'll get a pretty good idea of the routine as we get going here in a uh, couple weeks. So appreciate everybody in the stream. Hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you have some of uh, Hemingway's cocktails this weekend, and we'll talk to you again 